This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So let's bring in Brian Rodas, afternoon host of G-Bag Nation. Weekdays from 2 to 7 Central on 105.3. The fan in Dallas, a former NFL scout as well. Brian, good morning to you. And I'll start with one of the more obvious questions, I guess, which is, Dak Prescott led the NFL in interceptions last year. He has committed himself during the offseason to improving that aspect of his game. How has Dak looked? Well, first off, Michael, I would refocus my time on booking somewhere other than Texas for my vacation with how warm it is right here right now. And I suggest California, where I spent 10 days at training camp. So, uh might be better time spent doing that than uh, others. But, yeah, the thing with Dak Prescott, it's always going to be a point with uh, Cowboys fans, either good or bad. And it's always become now a national story as well. We, we're in an age where we see clips from practice. We see interceptions. We see, you know, maybe some poor throws. Doesn't always tell the story. I, I think the things that Mike, uh, you know, with, with Mike McCarthy – uh, you know, and Brian Schottenheimer, what they're trying to do offensively is help him with decision-making. And, you know, there's times where Dak is super aggressive in the way that he wants to attack a defense, and it gets him into a little bit of some trouble. But with what we've seen so far with some of the scheme changes they've made, the bunch formations, twins formations, the ability to run the ball or want to run the ball a little bit more, uh, might help Dak with some of that. But it's going to be something that, you know, I get in trouble here in Dallas always kind of talking about his DNA. And his DNA to me is that of a very aggressive quarterback. And so if you take chances, sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it's not. Uh, they found a way to move the ball when he's had interceptions before. I'm not saying that's the best path to travel. But uh, it is a path that uh, they've they've you know they've won 25 games in the last two years, uh, you know with uh, with some of the things some of the the turnovers that the, that they have had. Now, Brian, I am up north in Boston, and I heard you a couple weeks ago on the weekend show, the the Curtis and Ken show on WEEI, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you mentioned, and I, I enjoyed listening to that very much. Um, you, you mentioned that every, every time Jerry Jones uh, is talking about Belichick or is asked about Bill Belichick, his yeah. face lights up. And yeah. that you wouldn't rule out the possibility of Belichick mm-hmm. becoming the head coach of the Cowboys should he move on from the Patriots. Is that a real possibility that you see? Because that was fascinating to me. 
Oh, no, I enjoyed my time there on uh, WEEI, I believe, is what I was doing work on. And, yes, uh, you know, I I know this. I worked for the Cowboys for 14 years. I was a scout for six and then DallasCowboys.com for the eight years and enjoyed every single minute. minute. Matter of fact, uh, you know, uh, spending time with the Jones family is, uh, you know, they've, they've given me two careers. So, Anytime I could talk about Jerry, Stephen, Charlotte, Jerry Jr., you know, I'm going to talk about him in a a pretty positive light. But the thing with Belichick, I I know there is a unique relationship there. There's a lot of respect. And, you know, Bill Belichick is is one of the greatest coaches to ever, uh, you know, grace the sidelines. I've been very fortunate in my life to be with guys like, you know, with Andy Reid, you know, when I was in Green Bay, Mike Holmgren, you know, guys like that that have, you know, gone on and done great things. And Bill Belichick is one of the best ever. And so, and I know that Jerry Jones, the respect that he has for Bill, will Bill ever leave New England? Uh, You know, I don't know. But uh, if there ever was a possibility, and, you know, heck, I knew Bill Parcells very well from, you know, my time in Green Bay, you know, with Ron Wolf, my boss there when I was in scouting there. And, and, you know, I never really believed that, that Bill Parcells would, come to Dallas and work and you know it you know you never say never on these things but like I said I I think there's still some unfinished business that Bill Belichick has in New England but but if it ever came to the possibility I know there is a great great deal of respect between those two and 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 Jerry Jones absolutely loves Bill Belichick. We're talking with Brian Brodus, afternoon host of GBAG Nation. Weekdays from 2 to 7 Central on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Also host of the Love of the Star podcast. So, Brian, I think it's fascinating to listen to Mike McCarthy. And I just wanted to check the pulse of what you think, what the fans think. He said he doesn't want to be the number one offense in the NFL. I don't know the caveat was he wants to be the number one team. I get that. But he's going to run the damn ball. He's going to be calling mm-hmm. plays on offense, is he going to really go old school to a point here and maybe lessen the load on Dak? Well, he's going to have to, he's going to have to do something. Uh, if mm-hmm. his offensive line situation currently is not where it needs to be because of what Zach Martin's holdout has done, they're trying to get Terrence Steele, who's been very good at right tackle for them in the past. They're trying to get him healthy. They have, uh, you know, Tyler Biotis, the center, is now dealing with an ankle injury. Uh, the, you know, Tyler Smith, the left guard, was a really good left tackle last year, and now having to kick inside. And then Tyron Smith is, you know, is towards the end of his career, and so he's got a little bit of a mess on his hands, trying to get everything in place for his offensive line. You know, by the time they get to the Giants game, maybe all that will be taken care of. But he might have to do some things that he, you know, he talks about running the football. That's something that, you know, he they're they're capable of doing. Uh, with Tony Pollard, uh, he's not your conventional type of back. He's he's not a small guy, but he's not like what they had with Ezekiel Elliott, uh, you know, in the past. And Deuce Vaughn is a different style of back that they can run the ball with. So they're kind of trying to figure those things out, but. To go back to the first question you asked me about Dak, anything to help him, uh, you know, continue to grow as a quarterback. Here he is going into uh, year eight, but you know, there's still things that they he kind of needs to protect Dak from. And if running the ball means 
protecting him, they're going to have to do that. Maybe that might be the easiest thing for them for to do right now until they kind of figure out what their pass protection situation is going to be. If you believe in metrics, they were one of the best running teams in the league last year uh, and one of the poorest when it came to pass protection. So uh, it might be something that they're going to have to focus on at least until they get the passing game where they need it to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And when it comes to Ezekiel Elliott, so Mike Lombardi recently said that he thinks Ezekiel Elliott and Dalvin Cook have a secret plan to sign somewhere together, if I believe this correctly, and it could be the Patriots, but I don't know, do you, is there any validity to that, that they have a secret plan together to sign with a team? Well, Michael Lombardi was best man at my wedding, so I wouldn't believe anything. Oh, okay, there you go. Right now, yeah, so I wouldn't believe <laughs> Love anything. Love Michael Lombardi. Yeah, Mike. Mike's a wonderful human being, and uh, he does a great job as a, as a broadcaster and author. All the things that he does, all his platforms. Um, I, you know what? It's it's interesting to uh, secret plans and all. Mike might know something that the rest of us don't know. Mike is very very plugged in though on what goes on in New England. So if Mike is putting, if he's connecting dots of backs to New England, and, and I know New England is looking at running backs. So, you know, it might be one of those things you're talking about veteran backs here. You know, maybe it's a plan just to kind of get through training camp. And then maybe after the first week, uh, you'll see, you know, these veterans get signed where their contracts aren't guaranteed. Running backs probably not going to get a whole heck of a lot of money, but You know, Dallas is in a situation, too, with its backs. It's trying to figure things out. There's a lot of belief that Jerry Jones uh, still considering Ezekiel Elliott, you know, maybe here in the future. That door hasn't been closed. But, again, if Michael's talking about something of a plan, uh, Mike just doesn't throw stuff up against the wall and hope it sticks. Uh, He might have heard something from the agent community or a team itself. And, again, he's very well connected with what's going on in New England. Right before we let you go, we've got about three minutes here, and I wanted to ask you about Tony Pollard, and clearly I feel like the Cowboys made the right move making him the number one guy, but are you concerned at all about the workload that he might encounter this year? Because if you look at the totality of his career, he's rarely carried the ball more than 15, 16 times a game, and now he's the guy. Well, that's the, you know, he averaged nearly a yard more a carry than Zeke last year, and so... It was clear when they put him in how he was able to 
you know, manufactured yards, the vision, the cutting ability, the quickness, the explosiveness, all that was clear. Uh, to your point, yeah, it's a little bit of an unknown right now. And, you know, but what mm-hmm. they've tried to do with, you know, we could say with Deuce Vaughn, uh, Rico Dowdle, Malik Davis, they're trying to kind of find backs to also work with Pollard. So maybe it won't be all the carries, but they'll figure out ways to kind of get him through. He, he, as a primary back, yeah, it's a big unknown right now. And they're, you know, they're paying him with the franchise tax. So they feel like that he can be that guy that could be an every down player, you know, where he might be limited is where he comes with the blitz pickup stuff, being on the field. That was the one thing that Ezekiel Elliott, you know, throughout his career, he was able to run the ball. He catches the ball very well and he was able to blitz pick up. And so, you know, we'll see if that takes its toll on Pollard as well. To be a complete back, that means you have to stay on the field. And the Cowboys feel like that that he has that kind of uh, pedigree to be able to do that. And, you know, he's a tough, tough player. I mean, when you watch him, you know, he runs in between the tackles. He can make cuts. He gets the ball to the outside. I mean, he could do a lot of things for you. So um, they feel like that they could tailor a game plan to him and be able to keep him on the field for as many games as they need. He is the afternoon host of GBAG Nation weekdays from 2 to 7 Central on 105.3. The fan in Dallas, also host of the Love of the Star podcast. It is our friend Brian Brodus. Brian, great stuff, and I appreciate the vacation tip as well. I, I needed to hear that because I forget about that Texas heat. Yeah, well, uh, if you're planning on sitting in the shade and eating a lot of food and drinking, you should be okay. But if you get out in that sun, it might be a, a little bit of a change in attitude for you is what will go happen, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely staying in the shade. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Yeah, I'm the guy. I'm the guy, Lucy. I'm in the shade, and then I go in the pool for like you know 15, 20 minutes at a time, and then I'm right back in the shade. I feel like you could stay oh, in the totally. sun for a little bit, though. Oh well, this yeah. is the thing. This is the key. The other tip, I would say, sunscreen for sure, because I do sunscreen mm. and then I do a nice little uh, faux tan like a mousse or a cream that I use. The sun is something I avoid without sunscreen. I'm not out there trying to get a tan because I can't. I either burn or nothing happens. So there's no in between unless I do it myself. A little bit of a a secret sauce action going on. That's good. I would not have guessed that, but I'm like you. Oh my God, into me and just like slathering on as much. (laughs) Oh my God, yes. (laughs) For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.